Hey y'all, it's Crystal. And it's Samantha. And this is Serial Holic Sisters. True crime shit. Hey girl. Well, hey. well, well. We meet again. <laughs> Fancy meeting you here. Fancy meeting you here. <laughs> so anywho. Um before we get into our case, you know, let's let's do the reg, the regular thing and and um keep the the mood a little light so i'm just gonna tell everybody that i cannot wait to decorate for fall it is august 10th you and my house wait. is already filled with <laughs> pumpkins this cracks me up because she sent me like a snap and it was just like a very discreet small pumpkin that she just like snuck in her house and then the next day <laughs> it's just like another like just just very discreet pumpkins just popping up everywhere and then she was just like, whatever, I give up. And just like falls <laughs> through up all in her house. It is amazing. <laughs> and then, then my husband walks out one day and he's like, what the crap? Where did all this come from? <laughs> You're like, that's always been there. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, I don't know what you're talking about. I, that's, I mean, that table's always been there. <laughs> Oh. That happy fall, y'all sign has always been there. Year-round. Happy fall, y'all. It is August anyway. 10th. <laughs> it is August 10th. I couldn't wait, okay? I'm just so over <laughs> summer. Now I get it. I'm over summer. Fall's the best. I am too. Pumpkin, am too. pumpkin everything. It's cool. Pumpkin everything. And yes, I'm a basic girl because I love pumpkin spice everything. <laughs> what, what? Oh man. So just, anywho. Yeah. Any anywho. Um mm-hmm. so, <laughs> so this week, just uh give it a full warning. Y'all. This week is gonna be a little different on our podcast. Y'all. She did she done did it again. The girl done did it again. So every week it's you know, it's either my turn or it's Crystal's turn, and we take we take our case that we want to go over, we research it, we get it down to the dirty, you know, the itty, all of it. Anyway, we don't tell each other any of this process. We don't tell each other until we start recording who we're, who we're covering. And the reason we do that is because we're like, we like to keep it, you know, suspenseful and a little shocking because some cases maybe she doesn't know, or maybe I don't know. Right. I like to get um, the, the, real like reaction yes yes well this week because we had to actually start recording today on monday before um before we release which typically we release it on monday but and we record on sunday but the problem is we're doing it today on monday august 10th and so last night when i was on the phone with my sister because that's what we do constantly call each other (laughs) all the time nonstop. all the time um (laughs) i i was telling her how this week she's definitely gonna know who the case is over because this week is a good well-known case and then i was like i was like shut your face because i (laughs) decided I was going to do it was time to do like a really well-known one and so even though it's your week this week I was like well I'm going to go ahead and start doing my notes and my research so because it's going to be a big one I'm just going to like dive into it now so I have all this time 
And I was like, well, shut your face because I'm doing the same thing. And then she's like, how <laughs> awkward would it be if we picked the same one again? And I was like, that's not going to happen. That's already happened once. And we've only done six episodes. <laughs> and then we started quizzing each other things simple like, is it a guy? Is it a girl? Are they from the U.S.? Are they not from the U.S.? And all the answers that she decided to say just so happened to be my case. <laughs> So then, then we basically guessed it and, and I caved and I told her who it was over. And so we agreed this week, we're going to, we're going to shake things up and we're actually going to combine our, our own notes. So we don't know what notes we're going to say, but when you hear Crystal pipe into my, my, um, information and, and all of the stuff that I, you know, researched, it's right. because she did it too. <laughs> Now, to be clear, I didn't really do like all, like I, I didn't have many notes done, but I've done a ton of, like I've heard this case before, but I've done a ton of more like reading and research. So it's all like super fresh in my mind. So I'm totally just going to like chime in and be like, oh yeah. And also this. And so we'll see how that goes. Yeah. So, well, let's just go ahead and get started then. You ready? You ready? Yeah, I okay. think so. Let's, do it. let's let them get, let's let them guess it out. <laughs> See if you can guess who we both decided to do for the Let's second time. See. What do you get when you combine Norman Bates from Psycho, Leatherface from Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs? I know. <laughs> I know. know. <laughs> do you know who it is? Do you know who it is? Raise your hand. <laughs> ooh, ooh, pick me. <laughs> if you guessed Edward Theodore Gein, then you are correct. <laughs> it's Ed Gein, y'all. It's Ed Gein. If you guys are not familiar with this case, I'm about to blow your ever-loving mind. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shit is going to get real up in here. Trigger warnings, people. Oh, man. <laughs> yes. So I'm, I'm just going to say that right now. <laughs> Although I will put it out there again. But this case is stupid gruesome. So just for like the whole episode, trigger warning. No. <laughs> trigger warning for the whole episode. <laughs> it's going to be the name of this episode. Trigger also, warning. No. <laughs> also, many don't know, but he's actually not a serial killer because That's he true. had less than, he had less than three confirmed. Well, he had less than three cases that he admitted to. Murders that he admitted to. Yeah, what did I say? Cases? Wow, yeah. I'm stupid. No, it's, <laughs> it's fine. We knew what you meant. Sorry. Um, yeah, three, he had less than three murders that he actually admitted to. So, and they can't they can't pin anything else on him. Right. So, so he's not technically a serial killer because he only killed like two people supposedly. Yeah. But he did so influence like all of those fictional serial killers, like all. Yeah. Of those so guys. all those all those creepy ass movies that you guys those like, are like loosely watch. based on him. Yeah, they are. They yeah. are. So when you hear like Texas Chainsaw Massacre is based on a real story, it is. It technically is. It's they Ed just use, use bits and pieces. It, they just use bits and pieces of this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, let's get started. Let's do so, it. Ed Gein. He was born in La Crosse County, Wisconsin, on August twenty seventh, Wisconsin, nineteen oh six. Wisconsin. Got that cheese. Is it cheese? Isn't that the cheese? Yes. State? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyways, he was born. 
He was born to George Gein and Augusta Gein. So I don't know if any of you guys, I, I'm, I'm just going to halt for a second. I don't know if any of you guys watched Bates Motel on like Netflix. So I, I did. I love that series. Um, this is also, just so you know, based off of Bates Motel. Because um, that, I mean, that's like, a, that's like a psycho show, right? Like a spinoff of the psycho movie. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Like Bates. it's about, yes. It, and it is Norman Bates. Yeah, exactly. So, um, it's, this is also based off of that. So if you guys are lovers of Bates Motel, uh, like I was, then you'll definitely get the references when we get to them in this, um, podcast, because this is like in the show, it was, it was basically exactly, this is why I'm about to get down to it. Augusta, she, it, she's crazy okay <laughs> so this is where ed gein gets all of his craziness is his mother so like in the show um norman bates mother was like super like he was super attached to his mother and his mother was super attached to him so right so yeah okay so let's get back to it his okay. mother his mother hated her husband hated yeah. him poor poor george <laughs> Poor George, but he was an alcoholic. He, he was, was a major alcoholic. He couldn't keep a job. He was a freeloader, as we call it now. He was so, a scrub, and she don't yeah, want no scrubs. Don't want no scrubs. <laughs> 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 um, he actually he worked various different jobs. He was a carpenter, um, an insurance salesman, a tanner, which I don't think is the same thing back then as it is now just so you know <laughs> what? yeah I found that he was a tanner and I was like what the hell was a tanner back then so <laughs> um that's isn't that like somebody that like does it have to do with like animal hides like they it does it does okay. so that's what I was gonna say I was getting there um when I say he was a tanner that's why I made that made that out there it is not like it is now you hear a tanner and you're like oh let's just go to the tanning bed oh. tan it out a little bit no it's not that <laughs> it's not that at all so um yeah he worked with like animal hides and stuff um he also fun fact owned a local grocery shop for a few years okay but he sold it because he's a freeloader and can't keep a job and didn't want to deal with it. So um, the family actually left the city to live in isolation on a 155 acre farm. It's a shit ton of land. It's a shit ton of land. So this is, this is the permanent residence of Ed Gein and the Gein family now. Right. So, I think he, I think didn't, I think he sold the store so that they could purchase that farm possibly. Well, so that was, yes. So he did sell it so they could pur purchase it because Augusta wanted to live away from people because she she was weird right she was, she, so weird. she wanted to like isolate her sons from like everybody like she didn't yes. want them to be influenced by like anybody at all and so she took advantage of this isolation okay she turned people away because she said I didn't want them to influence my son right sons so sons yes he she had two. I'll get there. Um, she didn't want them to, to influence her sons. So she was more attached to Edward though. Yes. Um, 
So Edward left the farm only to attend school. So if he wasn't in school, he was back at the farm spending time doing chores. Okay. Um, his mother was like super religious and she preached to the boys about immorality of the world. Basically, she said everything was evil. <laughs> yep. Everything is evil. Women and, are evil. Most Alcohol of all, is evil. Yes. <laughs> most of all, women and drinking were evil. So women were all promiscuous in her in her point of view. And basically she called them instruments of the devil. And and the reason, and the first thing that came to mind when I heard a mother say, <laughs> "Instruments of the devil." Oh, oh, it's Water Boy. It's Water Boy. She's the devil. <laughs> my, my mama said. <laughs> oh, that's now, funny. I, I kid you not. It just ran through my head for like a good thirty minutes, and I just laughed. Is it? So I just made this connection in my head, which is really stupid. So Water Boy, the mama, is played by Kathy Bates. And then Norman Bates is based on Ed Gein. Oh, first <laughs> full circle, guys. <laughs> Just figured full circle. It <laughs> figured it out. Bam, what? <laughs> is that reaching? Okay, continue. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. Oh, God. So this is, this is the way she was presumed. So she, like, would reserve time every afternoon to read to them from the Bible. But she would only select verses from the Old Testament concerning death, murder, and divine retribution. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, basically, vicious cray. <laughs> what, what great bedtime stories to read to your children. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, today we're going to talk about the murder of. <laughs> and how women are the devil. And how women are promiscuous and don't ever touch them. <laughs> or talk to them or look at them. Don't look at them. Don't breathe near them. Okay. So, um, anyways, Edward, so he, he was known in school to be super shy and his classmates and his teachers always called him strange. They said that he would Rude. randomly, <laughs> well, this is why I'm sorry, but if, if one of my kids did this, I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> God. So he would, he would randomly laugh to himself. Like he was, like he was laughing at his own personal jokes that nobody could hear around him. <laughs> so he'd just like sit there and think of something and crack himself up like I do all the time and then just start laughing like an idiot. <laughs> yes, except he did it at the most inappropriate time. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. So basically like to, to make it worse on top of that too, like anytime kids would try to talk to him. So, like, his mom would actually punish him if he tried to make friends because she just wanted to isolate him. That's so sad. I, it's so sad. It really is sad. So, like, he had really crappy social development. Right. And and it's all because of his mother. <laughs> okay, then. Your mother. <laughs> your, girl, your mother. <laughs> your mother. <laughs> so, anywho, like, he did... They said that he still did pretty good in school. It was just his social development was shitty. Yeah. And they didn't, they didn't use the word shitty. I did. <laughs> <laughs> they said, boy, your social development is straight up shitty. You need to work no. on that. Boy, you suck. <laughs> he was like, my mom won't let me see people ever. How do I do that? <laughs> my mom said that alligator teeth come oh, God. <laughs> 
Lord I had Jesus. To. I had to. Okay, anywho. <laughs> in 1940, George's dad, George's dad, Ed's dad, George. <laughs> I was like, so Ed's grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> good old, good old George. No, Ed's dad, George, died of a heart attack. Okay. So he was gone. He was out the picture, which, so is, you know, so Augusta is, was probably. She was thrilled. Yeah, she was leaping for joy because she hated him so much. So it's but, just um, her and the boys on the farm now. Yes. And so they started working like odd jobs so that they could help with the expenses around the farm because his mother wasn't working. Right. I mean, she, so, was, she was doing the Lord's work. She was doing the Lord's work. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they were both considered to be reliable and honest by the community. So that's good. At least they were like reliable and good kids at the time but don't let that fool you because oh. ed's still fucking psycho <laughs> no he, he's, he's psycho he's straight up so they worked as handymen and then um also ed got a job as a babysitter for neighbors which, which fuck that shit <laughs> i'm sorry but that just blew my mind when i when i saw that he was well, you know why i saw because i saw that he did that because he <laughs> relates more to children than kids he does but the first thing that which came is... to mind was was like did he actually sit on babies because oh he's my just God. a fucking psycho <laughs> he is a psycho but yes <laughs> when he was grown because he was so like socially developmentally stunted he like related more to children than adults so like babysitting for him was like just hanging out with people yes yes so he did and and that was known he could relate more to them but unlike ed his brother started rejecting how his mother was and her view of the world so like he was like hey this, this bitch crazy yeah so the older he got the more he was like oh fuck this fuck that like i don't want to listen to your bible verse today he was just I like don't, fuck I, this and that i i don't agree that women are promiscuous old susie down the road kissed me oh. and i liked it what <laughs> so like no it's just like he just did not care anymore right. right so he started lashing out and he started talking bad about his mom around ed which so, ed, ed did not appreciate he did not like that because ed was a mama's boy like a full-out mama's boy like in his mind he could she could do no wrong nothing like, she, like that he that was like the love of his life she was everything that he would have wanted in a woman that's his mother Right, because she was like strong, I guess, like powerful. Like she was in, like she was always in charge. Like when his dad was alive, she was like wore the pants. Like yes, yes, she yes. <laughs> Needless <laughs> to say, basically, you just didn't fuck with Ed's mom. <laughs> don't you? Don't you talk about my mama? <laughs> and that's, that's exactly what. And that's exactly what Henry did. And he he wasn't about to stand for that. Good old Henry. So on May 16th, 1944, a huge brush fire burned close to the farm and the brothers went out to extinguish it. So it was actually reported that they were separated. And as night fell, Ed, and I say this loosely, lost his brother. 
he, he just lost him. He lost his brother. So when the fire was put out, after the fire was put out, he, that's when he decided to report to the police that his brother was missing. So they started a search party and it was organized and Gein actually led them directly to his missing brother. Like straight to him. I was going to say, it wasn't really a search party because he literally just like took them straight to him. <laughs> yeah, they, they combined a search party because he has 155 acres of land. So right. they're like, oh, let's go check it out. And then here's, here's old Ed just saying, oh, I know where he's at. <laughs> he's like, he's missing, but he's like right over here, y'all. Come here. <laughs> he's just right over here dead. <laughs> so he was, he was found dead. He was lying on the ground. Right. But the police, so here's the, here's the thing that was super weird about it. The police were concerned about the circumstances under which the body was found because the ground that Henry was found on wasn't even touched by fire. Right. And they found bruises and lacerations on his head. Right. So I saw that um, the ground around him was like untouched, no fire, but he was like covered in soot. But then he also had, like, these bruises and stuff on his head. Yeah. But they dismissed it. Yeah. They dismissed it because they just they just decided there was no possibility of foul play. Right. Because they, like, the town knew him as, like, an upstanding guy that, like, did all this handiwork and all jobs and stuff. Yeah. So they're just like, oh, yeah. he, must, he must have asphyxiated. That's it. Yeah. Uh, and so cause the of death. Coroner, Bam. <laughs> Yep, county coroner just listed his asphyxiation as the cause of death because that's that's what it had to have been. It had to have been that. I mean, obviously, don't worry about those bruises and lacerations. It's fine. <laughs> so, yeah, and so after, like, all of the stuff that you're going to find out about him, then people started believing, oh, man, Ed probably actually killed his brother. <laughs> that might have actually happened, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so it's that that is not counted as his first kill because it's not proven right so he's, you know. he's never like owned up to that he's never said that he did that yep so after his brother's death ed lived alone with his mother so but he got what he got what he wanted it was just him and her just the two yeah. of them yeah but only for a year she died a year later on december 29th 1945 from a series of strokes right i think i read so, somewhere that she like got cancer and then she had a series of strokes and then she died yeah i i couldn't find i didn't see like i saw that too but i couldn't see that it was like ever like i don't I think don't the know. strokes were related to the cancer no that I saw. yeah and i couldn't find what kind of cancer Right. So I just kept seeing cancer, and I was like, did she actually have cancer? Right, so, but everywhere that I was reading said definitely she had a series of strokes, and then eventually died. Series of them, yes. Um, so it was devastating, right? So he just lost his only friend and his one true love, his mama. So now he's he's super completely alone now. So Just then, being all awkward and shit, laughing to himself. Yeah. By himself. Yeah. Okay. Laughing to himself. Well, Babysitting. <laughs> <laughs> so he like stayed on the farm though and he's like supported himself through finding odd jobs like he's always done right mm -hmm. but he boarded up all the rooms that his mother used so right. like he so this is this he, is that this is that norman Bates shit's coming out norman Bates shit coming out so like he boarded up the upstairs the downstairs parlor and the living room 
and didn't go in there because his mother, that was his mother's rooms. Right. He just like left those completely untouched, like left them how she left them. Left them how she left them. If it was filthy, it didn't matter. They were, they were boarded up. So he lived in a small room next to the kitchen. And then here's where it gets a little interesting. After she died was when he decided to start getting interested in reading death cult magazines and adventure stories. So he started studying and learning about the process of shrinking heads yeah. and, ex- and exhuming corpses from graves. You know, normal light reading. Yeah, just normal, you know, I just picked up a book and decided, man, I wonder, I wonder what it's like to exhume <laughs> bodies from graves. Like he just I, go meet <laughs> grave robber. That's normal. He read like all these books on like human anatomy and just like all kinds of stuff like that. He would read it to the kids he babysat. He did. Yeah. It's not okay. Like who fucking does that? Hey kid, come here. I'm going to talk to you about shrinking heads. <laughs> <laughs> and the kid was like, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how he put it. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. <laughs> so, um, because of the ways that his mother proclaimed women to be, Ed never actually enjoyed the company of the opposite sex. So, right, like, because he was just always told that they're ucky. They're, they're ucky. They're, they're the ucky devil. And stay away from them. They got the cooties. They, they the devil. <laughs> Little girls is the devil. So, so instead, um, he started reserving lust by visiting graves at night because he got into the anatomy. So he started robbing graves and collecting body parts. He did. So I saw that he would like search the obituaries for like freshly, I guess, buried bodies um, so they weren't like all decayed and all that stuff, but he would like, especially like, um, dig up the ones that he was kind of familiar with. Like he, he might've known somewhat mm-hmm. and also ones that kind of like resembled his mother. So the first ones that he, he dug up did resemble his mother. Right. Is what they stated. Like she, same hair color, same body type. Right. Um, like all of that, he was trying it was almost like he was trying to replace his mother with these corpses. It was really weird. It's creepy. So he also ended up later, like once he gets caught later down the road, we'll get to that. Um, he swears to the police that he never actually had sexual intercourse with any of these dead women because, and I quote, they smelled too bad. Instead, trigger warning. He just took the pleasure in peeling their skin from their bodies and wearing it. (laughs) Leatherface. (laughs) Yeah. He was curious to know what it felt like to have breasts. And buffalo, by the way. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Breast and a vagina and often dreamed of of being a woman. He wasn't fascinated with actually being with a woman. He was fascinated in being a woman because of the power they could hold over a man. Right. That he saw with his mother. Yeah. 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 It's not, he's it's not okay. So that yeah, like escalated count- quickly, by the way. Like, mom died. I'm gonna read these adventure stories. I'm gonna dig up these corpses and skin them and wear them. 
<laughs> that like that escalated quickly. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, that's exactly how it just, it just got out of hand. So he's not killing people right now. He's just exactly. digging up graves he's and grave robbing, which is not a just grave. Rob- like that's terrible, but still. Yes. Oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't, <laughs> I shouldn't state it like that. He's not just grave robbing, but he's like digging up graves and just, you know, peeling the skin off. <laughs> no this, big deal. This is terrible. This is terrible. It's, yeah, it's not good. It's not good. So, um, this is where it starts escalating more, right? He, um, he escalated more. No, (laughs) escalated more. So he gets, he's over grave robbing now. It's, it's not doing it for him. He's, he just, he wants more. Like he's starting to urge to do more than just grave rob. So on December 8th, 1954, Ed Gein's first victim was Mary Hogan, a 51-year-old local local tavern owner. Whoa. Are you that okay? is a, it's a mouthful. Local <laughs> tavern owner. I'm like, did you just have a stroke? Are you good? I had a stroke. <laughs> you good, Seth? I had a stroke. Okay. Just, just, a, just a mini one. So he was... He was six miles away from his home when he shot her in the head with his 32 caliber revolver and he put her body in into the back of his pickup truck and took her back to his shed. So, yeah. So she was, was she at the tavern? So she was at the tavern. So a customer who dropped into the tavern actually found the place was deserted and there was a blood stain on the floor. Okay. A 32 cartridge from <laughs> his gun and the stain they they found the stain was like running out the back door into the parking lot where he had drug her body to his truck super discreet and then they halted beside tire tracks so basically like he left every evidence out there that could be <laughs> he, he left all the clues <laughs> all the clues <laughs> every clue wasn't discreet about it he was just like oh here shoot okay well there's the shell oh well there's the casing whatever let's just drag the body oh okay here's my tire tracks too that they could totally <laughs> go back <laughs> nowadays his ass would have been caught the same day <laughs> right that's absolutely true but not then, not in the fifties. No, not, not then. So, um, a few weeks after the incident though, so this is, this is fucked up. Okay. A few okay. weeks after the incident, a sawmill owner named Elmo Uick, I think is how you say his last name. Um, he was talking to Gein about her disappearance. About, Gein, um, Mary's Mary's Mary. Mm-hmm, okay. About her disappearance. And Gein replies, she isn't missing. She's at the farm right now. And, and you, Uick didn't say anything to him after that because he was like super confused. What are you talking about? He didn't, he didn't want to like overstep because he's like this motherfucker. What the fuck? So he but just didn't say happened. anything to anybody? No, nothing happened after that. Nothing happened after that. Well, that could have changed the way things went a little bit i think oh fuck yeah they could have excuse my language but (laughs) okay (laughs) lord have mercy there probably wouldn't be a second victim if good old elmo would have just spoke up (laughs) freaking elmo come on now an elmo
This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. So the next victim, to be certain of, at least, because they weren't sure, you know, how many victims he actually had. The next victim was on November 16th, 1957. So a couple years later. So Gein shot and killed Bernice Warden in her store in Plainville. In her store. He, he used a 22 rifle this time. He's really not discreet at all. He's like taking, yeah. he's killing these people at their place of work. Like, so this time though, he like locked up the store and, and then did it. So like he used a 22 rifle that was from a rack in the store, but he used his own bullets that he carried with him. So like, he obviously knew what guns were there. So he ha- he brought in his own bullets. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like a twenty two is pretty, like, common, I guess. Yeah. So he locked up the store. Then he took the body home in the store's truck. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then he also took the entire cash register. But he didn't take it to commit a robbery. It was later stated that he only wanted it because he wanted to know how it worked. And he planned on returning it later. He was going to return it? <laughs> he was going to return it. He was going to return it later. Hey, how was that going to go exactly? What What did he think was going to happen there? Here, let me he just He was just going to walk in I... with the entire cash register that he took and be like, oh, hey, sorry. I accidentally <laughs> grabbed this when I was in here the day that this lady disappeared. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> so... Bernice's son Frank often worked with her at the store and that morning he had gone deer hunting so when he got back he saw that the store was locked and that there was blood on the floor so he called and talked to the sheriff told him what he saw they checked the record of sales that morning and one of them was for a half of a gallon of antifreeze but here's the kicker so Frank remembered that Ed Gein had stopped by the night before at closing time and then he said he would be back the next morning for antifreeze and then he asked him are you going hunting tomorrow oh my god (laughs) so with the cash register missing he thought that gene had planned a robbery and that was why he asked if he was going hunting so right which makes sense (laughs) yeah so frank frank told that to the sheriff so they went to the farm which was seven miles outside of Plainfield to go and check up on this and see what's going on. Right. Well, the house was dark and Gein wasn't there when the police arrived. So they ended up driving to the store where Gein usually bought groceries and they found him there about to leave in his truck. So the sheriff had stopped him and asked him to come over to the police car for questioning. So (laughs) sheriff, and I'm probably going to say this wrong, but it's Schley, I think, is how you say it. Sheriff Schley, S-C-H-L-E-Y. Sure. Okay. Sheriff Schley had not said anything about Bernice's death before 
and Gene oh God. said, and what and what did he do? <laughs> what so he fucking, this dude's so fucking stupid. He said he thought someone had tried to frame him for the death. So oh he immediately God. arrested Gene. He's like, I didn't even bring up this woman. And you're like, oh, this somebody's trying to frame me for her death. <laughs> He's like, I didn't do shit. I didn't kill that woman. And they're like, wait, what? <laughs> yes, exactly. They're like, That's wait, she's dead. <laughs> oh, wait, we were just going to ask you about the cash register. <laughs> like, did you, how did you pay for these groceries, sir? <laughs> <laughs> what, what about a body <laughs> my god uh, that is that's something there yeah he's just not very smart <laughs> so um, <laughs> both the sheriff and captain um went back to gene's house with other officers and the doors were locked and so they couldn't get into the house i'm like oh it's about to get real y'all <laughs> here we're about to get to the triggers so like they went around to to the shed that was behind the house it wasn't locked so trigger warning major trigger warning yeah <laughs> i'm just gonna put this out there this one's gonna be super gruesome so inside the shed they found a naked corpse of a woman hanging upside down from a crossbeam the legs were spread wide apart. There was a long cut from the genitals almost to the throat. The throat and the head were missing. Yeah. The, the genitals and the anus were also missing. Oh, my gosh. And it was later determined that that was Bernice. She had been cut open and dressed out like a deer. So, yeah, I was going to say, so I read that when um, the sheriff went in and he saw her body like hanging from i think it was hanging from like an actual meat hook by the way which is it terrible. was it was on the cross beams so um, she was literally on he, meat hooks he at first didn't realize that it was like a human body and thought it was just like a, a like a deer that had been skinned yeah. and, he, and i read that he said it took him a, a couple moments to realize what exactly he was looking at which is yeah it, it, was, it, was, that, it was that disturbing so i did I, I will say that I did go out there to look to see if I could find crime scene photos. Oh God. Um, Don't do of, that. <laughs> of the Ed, and I'm, I'm just going to put out there. I wish I didn't. <laughs> Cause, Cause because the I, internet has everything y'all. It has. Oh man. So if, if, if you're you want, curious if you, like me, I mean, it is out look, there. You can look, but those those particular photos we will not be posting on we will not be posting those on instagram they're too graphic um we won't be posting that on the facebook page i just wanted you guys to know that it's out there um <laughs> so don't don't search that <laughs> and if you do you've been warned so yeah so there was no electricity in the dark house he he didn't live with electricity i mean he was working odd jobs right so it was daylight or no light okay. so they had to search the house with oil lamps lanterns and flashlights the place looked like it had not been cleaned in years Ugh. Mm. the the few rooms that were not nailed shut were full of books papers magazines utensils tin cans cartons and other junk it's basically just like a hoarder's nightmare right you walk in and it's gross <laughs> it was gross it was gross. It was worse than when you're watching Hoarders on TV. Like, 
this is, this is a different kind of hoarders, the stuff that he is, hoarded. Yeah, let's, let's, do you want to take turns and go down the line? <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's, I let's, mean, that's... let's just talk about the stuff that they did find. Okay. So they that... found, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> they found whole human bones and fragments. Gross. Um, they found four noses. They found wastebasket made out of human skin. They found um, like a bowl, like you would eat out of a bowl made out of a human skull. They found human skin covering several chair seats. Also lampshades. Yeah. Yeah, lampshades. Uh, skulls, um, on the, skulls on the bedposts. The belt, y'all. What? The belt. Oh, God. The they belt. Fa they found a belt made completely from like human nipples human nipples a human nipple belt. a nipple belt a nipple belt they found a corset made from a female torso skinned from shoulders to waist geez um they found 10 female heads with the top sawed off yeah oh my god right they found leggings made from human leg skin that I'm, I'm, I love leggings, and now I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love to just put on some leggings and, and just chillax, but, like, now I'm just always going to be thinking that they're leggings. Leggings. Oh, my God. <laughs> they found organs in the fridge. Yes. They found Mary Hogan's face mask in a paper bag. Like, her face. It was skin, like it was a mask he had made that he could wear. Huh. Yeah. Um, yeah, they found that. This one was weird to me. They, uh, well, they're all weird, obviously. <laughs> but um, a pair of lips on a drawstring for like the window shade. So like, you know, how you pull the window shade, the little string. Yep. There's just like a pair of lips on it. Like human lips. Like yeah. what? What? They found. Like, are you just letting yeah. that sink in? What's happening? They found. Uh, yeah, it was. They found Bernice Warden's entire head in a burlap sack. And that that was the one who had just went missing that day, right? Yeah, that's the one that was missing the head in the shed. Yeah. They well, they they found it. Yeah. Um, I feel like I saw they they found like a box that had like a bunch of like ears and like random stuff in it. Vulvas. Oh yes, that. Yeah. Yeah, they found that too. Um, they also found Bernice Warden's heart in a plastic bag in front of Gein's pot-bellied stove. Uh. Yeah. And and let's not forget the fingernails from female fingers. Uh, the fingernails makes my ears hurt. I don't know why. It, it makes my hands hurt. It like, just makes me cringe. It doesn't make sense because it's not connected to my ears, but it makes my ears hurt. Yeah, yeah. So basically, they found a lot of body parts just basically all strung out across the entire house, made into random things. So if you haven't watched Buffalo Bill, and, oh um, Buffalo you know, it puts, puts the lotion on the skin. Silence of the Lambs. Because, yeah. you know, why it puts lotion on the skin? Because it wants the skin to be nice and moisturized for when he cuts it off to wear it. Yep, yep, so... So who you're, you're welcome. You're welcome, everyone. 
if you're wanting if you're wanting to be anything for Halloween, let's not go with Ed Gein. <laughs> oh my god. What? So, so yeah. <laughs> when questioned, Gein told the investigators oh, that they found a bunch of shrunken heads too. Oh yeah, yeah. So they did find so remember when he was like researching shrunken heads? Yeah, they found yeah. several of them. They found several of them. And I actually read that when he was babysitting, he, like, showed them to this kid that he was babysitting. He, he did. And the kid, like, told people that, like, told grownups about it. And they were, like, because he told the kid that he got them from, like. The Philippines. Yes. Like, some, yeah. And, and he was, like, oh, look at these. Aren't these cool? I got these from here. And so the kid, like, goes and tells these adults. And they're just, like, okay, sure. Yeah, they didn't believe him. They didn't believe him. They should have like, believed him. I know. Because he had a shit ton of more worse and stuff also, than that. Where the fu- when the fuck did Mr. Gein go to the Philippines? <laughs> so, he didn't. Uh, he didn't. That's the point. I know. <laughs> he didn't so, leave Wisconsin. So I'm just mean like, that's right. probably why everyone was like, you're, no, you heard that wrong. Um, <laughs> so Gein told the investigators that between 1947 and 1952 that he made as many as 40 nocturnal visits to three local graveyards to exhume recently buried bodies That's while a lot he was of visits. but they but he claimed he was in a daze like state like he didn't remember it like he didn't do it so like on about 30 of those visits he said that he came out of the daze while he was in the cemetery and he left the the grave in good order so he re- like he basically he returned home empty-handed but then the other occasions he would dig up the graves of recently buried middle-aged women that he thought resembled his mother and then he took the bodies home where he tanned their skins to make them paraphernalia so you know what's hilarious i also read at first once they like went through his house and like found all this stuff and like made all these discoveries he was like well that wasn't me Yes. Like, he originally, like, denied everything. He was like, I, I don't know how any of that stuff got there. <laughs> like, yes. what? He tried to, he, so he actually claimed, he tried to go out there and claim, oh, no, they planted that. Who's they? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, he's, they planted that. No, no, fool. Who's going to plant that many? That's disgusting. Yeah. He, like, initially, like, denied anything to do with anything. He's like, oh, no, I don't know where all that stuff came from in my house yeah and then when when he admitted to like the grave robbing he was like very like like matter of fact like robotic type like he didn't show any emotion i saw like he wasn't except for every now and then he'd talk a little like cheerfully about it like like it was like a a fond memory yeah but other than that he was just like very like i did this and then i did this like just straight to the facts matter of factly type deal yes so they found, so they actually found like bodies of 15 different women that he had made trophies from, but they weren't all kills from him. They were grave robs, right? So right. here's, see, this is going to be disgusting. So trigger warning. Um, it was also said that sometimes he would bring gifts of fresh venison to his neighbors. <gasps> Stop it. <laughs> But Gein said he never shot a deer in his life. Where did the venison come from? Where did it come from? <laughs> where, oh, where? Where, oh, where? Oh, oh God. I don't know what's yeah, happening. It was, it was not a good time. So, yeah. 
So he admitted to stealing from nine graves of deceased woman, women from two local cemeteries, and then it led investigators to their locations, like he took them there. Authorities were uncertain as to whether the, the, the slight, bleh, whoa, the site Gein was capable of single-handedly digging up a grave during a single evening. So they decided to basically exhume test graves okay. to, to see if they could do it by themselves because they didn't think that he could do it. So I mean, He works on a farm his whole life. He's got that farm I, strength. I know. So uh, Alan Willimovsky. Sure. I'm sorry. I totally butchered that name. <laughs> was in this, he was in the state crime lab. He participated in opening three test graves identified by Gein. The caskets were inside wooden boxes. The top boards ran crossways, not lengthwise. And the tops of the boxes were about two feet below the surface in sandy soil. So he had robbed the graves basically right after the funerals. So the graves were not completed. So, right. So they weren't like, they hadn't been sitting there for a while. It was like still fresh, loose dirt. Literally, like it would have had to been, they had the funeral and then that night he robbed it. Right. So, bas so basically they, they were found like one casket was empty. Gein had failed to open when he lost his pry bar. Um, most of the body from another one was gone. He returned rings on some body parts. Um, that basically they, when they tested this theory, they, they saw that he, it was very capable that he could do it by himself. Right. So in November, 1957, burned remains of at least one woman were found in an ash pit behind Gein's house. The largest bone piece was three inches long. Remains of another woman were found in a garbage pit. And in 1947 and 50, through 57, there were several disappearances of persons mm -hmm. near Plainfield, Wisconsin. But again, none of them were claim like none of them were claimed by Gein, so they couldn't prove right. that he killed them. So he eventually did admit to Mary and Bernice, but that was it. Yes, he only admitted to those two. So um, here's just a couple of the of the people that were that went um, missing that missing. It's, it's like suspected that he had something to do with also when he finally did admit to these murders of these two women he claimed like that he he didn't remember it yeah so he he claims like he's on drugs and shit but like he's he, trying to get out he, of it he, right he blacked out or whatever like he, he dazed out at like and couldn't remember exact details day. yes Yes. Yeah, so basically, like I think just, for um for Mary Hogan, he he said he dazed out and he couldn't remember exactly what happened. The only memory he had was that he accidentally shot her. Yeah. And like same type deal with um Bernice. He but with Bernice, he said he didn't even remember taking the uh, the other vehicle. Right. Because he dazed out. He like blacked he out. Dazed out. So on May first, nineteen forty-seven, Georgia Jean Weckler, age eight. Isn't that so sad? Age mm -hmm. eight of Fort Atkinson, Wisconsin, vanished. November 1st, 1952, Victor Travis, age 42, and Ray Burgess, two local going deer hunting near Gaines Farm, mm -hmm. vanished. Also, their dog did too, which is sad. Yeah, their dog did, which was super weird. Like, never too, 
never to be seen again. At least like usually a dog you can hear or he'll go back and then, yeah, it, it's, it, no, it didn't happen. He vanished. So <laughs> October 24th, 1953, Evelyn Grace Hartley, age 15 of La Crosse, Wisconsin. So she was apparently abducted while babysitting. Yes. Blood stains, her shoes, bloody clothing, all of that was found, but she wasn't. Right. She's never been found. She's never been like officially declared dead. But like, I think I think she was babysitting and her dad like tried to call the house to check yeah, on her. Yeah, so get this though. Gein was visiting relatives in La Crosse at the time of Hartley's disappearance. Right. And they were located like very near where the Hartley was babysitting. Mm-hmm. And he also made, like, super weird remarks about Hartley's disappearance, similar to, like, the Mary Hogan's vanishment, when he made that, that, um, that little statement to Elmo or whatever, oh, she's not missing, she's at the farm. Right, right. So, like, he did the same thing about her, so I'm pretty sure that he did that. Uh, Like, and they're all super, they're all, they're, they're all presumed, presumed that Gein had something to do with all these experiences because they're they all just can't yeah they just can't in the area they're all like super close to him at the time all of them are super close so the next one june 1954 james walsh he was 32 a neighbor of Gaines vanished yeah august 1956 irene keaton age 30 vanished so it's I'm, just it's this, just ridiculous i mean this wasn't a big town that all of these people just like start vanishing and it's not like related. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Exactly. But so, he never, but they could never, they could never link into any of these. Like they could never no, prove it and he didn't confess to it. And so, because there were so many body parts that were just strong, like they were just strewn out everywhere. Like they couldn't identify back then. They couldn't identify who they were all like who they belong to. Right. So, I mean, there was no way unless he was going to confess. It's just sad. It's sad to think of all these people that went missing and vanished, and you just never know. Like, you never have closure. So sad. So, during questioning, the um, that county sheriff where he was at, they reported, they reportedly assaulted Gein by banging his head and face into a brick wall. As a result, Gein's initial confession was ruled inadmissible. Because they done roughed him up. Yep. So Schley, the sheriff, Mm -hmm. died of heart failure at age 43 in 1968 before Gein's trial. I know. So many who knew him said he was traumatized by the horror of Gein's crimes. Mm -hmm. And, And this, along with the fear of having to testify, especially after assaulting gain right um they think that caused his heart failure he was how old you said when he died he was 43 so he wasn't very old one of his friends said that he was a victim of egg gain as surely as if he had been butchered like as as if gain butchered him because he believed he was the reason that he died right so gain was sent to the central state hospital for the criminally criminally insane because bitch crazy he was proven insane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the doctors thought that he loved his mother, but he hated her. 
So that's why he killed uh, older women. Right. Which and, so makes me think of the other famous Ed. Yeah. Good old Ed Kemper. Ed Kemper. Yeah. Ed Kemper. Ed Kemper. He hated, but he never loved his mother. Like he straight said he hated his mother. Right. That's true. That's true. He, he hated her. But it's, it's also said that Mary, his first victim, looked almost identical to his mother. Right. So, um, a lot of people after, after the trial and everything, a lot of people started getting interested because of the true nature of the crime. So thousands of people drove to Plainfield to look at the murder farm. All these looky-loos. They were like, oh, hey y'all, let's go check out the murder farm. Mm -hmm. Eventually the place was burned down by a person or persons unknown right. on, Mar on March 20th, 1958. So the Plainfield citizens felt the old farmhouse was a place of evil. So after the arson, an auction was held at the relics mm -hmm. of the farm. And the highest item that was sold was Gein's Ford Death Car. Just Ford Death Car. Yeah, that's what it was called, a death car. So at Christmas 1957, Gein was judged insane. In 1968... A little over 10 years later, Gein was found guilty but legally insane of the murder of Warden and was committed to the Wapon State Hospital for the rest of his life. He died of cancer in Madison, Wisconsin on July 26, 1984 at the age of 78. And he was 26. So we just passed his um, death anniversary. Huh? I said, so we just, we just passed his death anniversary, July 26th. Yeah, we did. We just passed it. He was buried next to the graves of his family. Really? Hen Henry and his mother, they buried him next to him. That, now, there's Henry. That's another one that he probably killed. Yeah. No, I know he killed his brother. Oh, yeah. Who killed his brother? I don't care what you say. He killed his brother. He he told too many mama jokes and pissed him off. And yeah, my, my mama said, my, my, my mama said. Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, that's the story of, of Ed Gein. Slash Norman Bates, slash Leatherface, slash... Buffalo Bill. Buffalo Bill. I was like, shit, what's the other one? <laughs> God, Ed Gein. Ugh. I'll tell Gross. you what. Gross. He looks, and he looks like a normal dude. Like, just a... He really does look... You can tell he looks psycho, but he looks like a normal dude. <laughs> you can tell he looks psycho. He looks I mean, like, like, you know, you ever, like, you look at those people, they just have this, like, psycho look to them. Yeah. Like, he, he, I mean, he looks a little crazy to me. I'm not gonna lie. He does look crazy. I'll show a picture of him on, on Instagram. I'm sure many he's of got like him. He's got, like, super dead, dead eyes. Like. He does. His, his creepy smile is what gets me. I don't like that. Yeah. He's got a creepy smile. I don't like that. I'm going to stop a, looking at his face now. <laughs> he's a creeper. I will share some other images, um, but just keep in mind, uh, I've got to keep him a little PG. Can't, can't be sending a bunch of uh, nipple belt pictures. Oh my God. And... Yes, we will not be posting the nipple belt or the no, I did... draw, oh. draw string. What is it? Lips. Lips. Yeah, no. Or the deer-like. <laughs> None of the things. None of the things like that. None of the things. <laughs> no.
none of them none of them i'll tell you <laughs> i i saw no. a picture of the i saw a picture of the nipple belt and it was very fucked up <laughs> it was not it was not cute i am not gonna lie that is i would not that is not a fashion statement. that is not fashion <laughs> <laughs> I would not wear that. <laughs> he is definitely not a clothing designer by any means. God. Man, so, it's yeah. definitely messed up. That's that's gross, y'all. That is so, Ed Gein. So yeah, if you guys enjoyed us like gross. going back and forth with the same story, let us know because we'll do it more often. Because apparently we're just gonna start keep picking the same things every week. Yeah. Yeah, my bad. You keep doing it. I'm not, it's, it's not like I'm a mind reader. <laughs> Apparently, we just like the same stuff. <laughs> Great minds. Great minds, girl. Great minds. Like, just the same stuff. Mm. Okay. So, yeah, follow us on all the stuff. Follow us follow on the gram. Us on the, the gram, Serialic Sisters underscore podcast. And then uh, follow our Facebook page. Like, we don't have a lot of, I mean, we're not like, horrible but <laughs> we don't have a lot of followers where are you going um, where are you going with this? um we're i mean we're just starting our facebook group so you know follow us on facebook because we post stuff on there in fact we do giveaways and stuff on facebook so that's super fun um also we did get a couple of people that have recommendations suggestions yeah. i'm super excited yeah. about that i can't wait to like cover like one of those things that somebody suggested like that's i'm stoked for it in fact i was actually thinking that my next segment will be one of them because um we've gotten a couple and they're really good recommendations they really so are. Shout, shout out to you guys for doing that um <laughs> so keep them coming you know send us send it to us on uh our gmail account serialholic sisters at gmail.com or you can even dm us on instagram you know it's yeah it's not it's not a big deal just shoot it over to us in fact we've gotten some that way um we enjoy it we like it we love we that like you guys it. are listening keep we it coming. do we want you to keep listening we want to keep giving you awesome stuff to listen to so tell us what you want to hear <laughs> tell us what you want what you really really want no sorry it's our second <laughs> spice girls reference <laughs> no. stop right <laughs> so yeah <laughs> anywho um if it sounds glitchy again be patient with us uh crystal which sorry i'm just gonna put out there that i'm super mad at her right now it's <laughs> not my fault <laughs> i'm i'm sitting here in my car <laughs> i'm in my closet our podcast. i'm in my closet still i'm still in the closet i'm just gonna keep oh saying God. that coming out the closet <laughs> i have not come out of the closet yet so i understand that you are but let's put this <laughs> let let's let our listeners judge this i'm sitting in my car right now it's 100 degrees outside i'm not running the ac right now this is why we want fall ps just saying yes <laughs> bitches I be do, hot bitches I be do, hot <laughs> bitches be hot i do have a detached garage that i'm currently working to make into the pod lab but the problem is i've got to floor it i've got to clean it all out i've got to do there's a lot to it it's there's a lot of work for one person to do that this bitch <laughs> it is not my fault <laughs> she says oh i need a pod lab and her so, husband is almost done building her okay. one. <laughs> so first of all, to be fair, 
I jokingly said, oh, I, that'd be cool to have a pod lab. But it's not just a pod lab. Like, he's, bu- he's building a shed. It's like a shed, guys. He needed, he needed a shed for his tools and junk. He's just putting a wall in the middle of it, and half of it's mine. He needs a shed for his tools and junk. They got a garage. <laughs> well, he, he wants to get it out of the garage so that he can park his truck in the garage. So he's going to put his tools okay. and stuff in one side, and then the other half is my she shed slash podcast lab. <laughs> uh, all I know is that it's over halfway done, and I'm super jealous because mine will never be halfway done unless I, unless I can get my husband to actually help me. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just saying. It's not. He's cool. not listening, is he? He's not listening. No. No. I was like, do it, do it. He's, he's, he's not, not listening. Gonna, he's not gonna do it. He's he's currently entertaining the children right now, and that's that's why I'm out in my car, so that he can entertain the children <laughs> while I can record. <laughs> that's that's co-parenting for you. <laughs> it's fine. Everything's fine. You'll have you'll have your area mm-hmm. soon enough. <laughs> anywho okay, okay. Well, that's our story and we're sticking to it so oh. until that. next week until, until next, week. next week when it's my turn so she can't steal my next case because it's my turn next no <laughs> and you're welcome <laughs> i'm over you <laughs> fine fine we'll just leave it at that then <laughs> okay bye bye